Good afternoon, America. I'm Aaron Friedman, and this is Politodoxy. Today's topic, the party switch. Now, I don't really want to talk about specifically the party switch, because I want to make a podcast episode where I thoroughly debunk the party switch narrative, and this is exactly how this works. The reason why we have to debunk the party switch narrative is specifically because it's inconvenient to the Democrats that they are the party of slavery, and they still are, and it's not based on race, although they love that, they really love talking about the race, now it's more based of, we are the elites, we are more powerful than you, we are the sophisticates, we are more popular, we have better status, and we are the smartest people around, and you are the plebes, the nobodies, and you are supposed to serve us. So, that's what that is about. So they still want to make you slaves, only it's not based on race, although they do still talk a lot about that. Well, so that's why, and it's inconvenient for them that they are that they still are the party of race, and they haven't changed that except on the subject of race a little bit. And it's inconvenient. That's the word that we could use here. Inconvenient to the Democrats that they are the party of slavery, and that's why they have to say, "Oh, it's actually there was a party switch." Oh yes, isn't that convenient? Convenient for you to say that it th there was a switch, and people just accept it for some reason. No, there is no critical analysis that what's actually happening here. Oh, the Democrats—they're the party of slavery. Then they say, "No, it's actually the Republicans." They switch, and everybody is like, "Yeah, there is no contra um, conflict of interest here. We're just gonna accept it." Wow. Absolutely, that's what you get when, the, when you get the dumbing down of our society with the public schools also pushed by the Democrats. I wonder why. That's what you get. So that's why it needs to be debunked again and again and again. And that is why I am going to make a separate episode specifically on the logistics and using uh, common sense and... <laughs> just using a little bit, just a little bit of brain power, we are gonna actually debunk that. But here I want to talk about, not specifically only about the party switch. First, I want to make sure that everybody understands. The Democrats never stood for the civil rights. They never st stood for the civil rights movement as a party, uh, a unified party. They were offshoot to Democrats, they were Democrats that they were rogue from their own party and they supported the um, civil rights and that's it. There is, There was no um, grand switch, there was no m a massive movement within the Democrat party supporting civil rights. They were always racist and although they have changed because times change and the Republican Party from now is not the re same Republican Party from the 1960s and, it's all, and from the 1960s is not from the 1860s. Times change, so to say that oh, we were the party, uh, we are the party of Lincoln, it's kind of, you know, I get the idea behind it, and I agree to the extent that, yes, we were the party that got great presidents such as Lincoln, but we aren't anymore that, no we're not, we have, we have changed from that, we're not talking about the issues um, that, that were on the table in Lincoln's time, so things change, we need to be able to change that's a key word here, change. We are not the party from the 2000s anymore, either. We are a new kind of populist, um, radical conservative, and I and if you've listened to my other episodes, you understand wh wh why I'm using the word radical. It's not as a pejorative and not to attack anybody. This is a specifically meant as one word, and you listen to that episode and you'll understand exactly where I'm coming from by saying the word radical. So, we changed it, so, so did the Democrat Party change. Are they the party of slavery? Yes, they are the party of slavery. And it's not purely based on race. So they were always, they were always the party of slavery. Never changed, 
That's the one thing that never changed. Things change. This one thing they still um, latch on to for some reason. It's interesting to see. So, they were the party of slavery when they were born as a party. I think they are the oldest political party in the world, as I understand it. So, when they were born, they were the party of slavery. Then uh, we get to nowadays, well, well, what kind of slavery do they support now? What do you mean, party of slavery? They don't support slavery for black people. That's true, they don't. Because now it's not racialized, although they racialize everything else. Now it's not racialized, the slavery. The slavery they're talking about is do you should be a servant to the government. The government will control you. And it's not the government uh, specifically. It's more as an elite globalist government where they are in charge and the... And there will be a hierarchy, of course there will be, where um, maybe the lowest of the low um, will be you, and then above that will be some other people going up, 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 then you'll have the celebrities, and you'll have your, uh, you know, corporatist types, and you'll have the the guys behind the shadows, those guys will be on top, you know, that that's basically how it's gonna work, probably. So... It's still slavery. They still want you to be a slave. Not only, and here's the here's the very important thing. And most normie cons always talk about. Oh well, and they're true. It's true, but they don't talk about this part. I'm gonna tell you in a moment. So they talk about the slavery that the Democrat Party they want to keep you um, enslaved to the government, which is true. But that's normie con talk. We also need to be able to ex uh, to understand that it's. M it is more than that. It's not only being a slave to the government. It's being a slave also to your natural instincts and desires, your human emotions and all of that. They want you to be addicted to all kinds of things that you do not want to be addicted to. The only thing you should be addicted to, and I, and I don't mean it in an unhealthy way, I just mean in a healthy way addicted, to is to, the, is to God and to serve him, not anybody else, no other human and that's uh, period, and that's final. So they want you to be addicted to all your passions and desires and your lusts. That's what they want. So the normie cons will talk about the slavery of um, to, to the state, which is true. Yes, of course, but how do they do that? Well, they do that by getting you docile and addicted to your passions and desires, and you need to be able to combat that. So that's the Democrat Party for you in a nutshell. But... They're enough, but they have changed. Of course, they have changed. Now, now we don't see that um, overt racism. Although in some places it is, it is quite overt in some places. Trust me on that. Uh, you know, don't trust me. Don't trust me in anything. Do your own research. How about that? But they do talk about um, some racist stuff that is overt, and we all can see it. But most of it is covert racism that they don't want you to see, and. One of it is the is racism of low expectations. They don't they see people of other races and they're, and they're like, well, because of their skin color, they cannot do this or that, and it will be much more difficult or harder for them to do this or that because specifically of their of their race. So, and that's basically what the white supremacists say on all the on all their forums that because of their race, they they're unable to behave in a certain way. That, that's literally, Democrats and the white supremacists echo each other on this. You, just look at what the, just look at what the white supremacists are saying, and look what the Democrats are saying, and you're like, wait a minute, are these the same people? And, and I'm like, kinda, yeah, kinda, in a way. So, that's what you get. That's what you get. You get a, a party that wants to enslave you. And, but, but, now let's talk about the things that, that have changed. What, ha what has changed is now the party, the Democrats, now they were never sincere. They were never sincere or real. They were always um, trying to get you um, into thinking that they mean you 
and they want to help you, and they're here for the little guy, and they, for some time, they were quite successful in that, but they never actually meant it. But the points that they brought off, such as in the 1990s, where they talked about the corporate the corporate world merging with the governmental world and working together against the consumer and against you, and the citizen, they were right. The conservatives were wrong on that. I, and I'm not talking, you know what? It's not even fair to say conservative. I'll say the Republicans. The Republican Party was wrong on that. The Democrat Party was right on that. But they never actually meant it because now they're the greatest purveyors of such behavior of getting the corporate and governmental forces together and to conspire against you. So, yes, they were right. But they're the ones, um, the greatest purveyors now. So, you know, they're... <laughs> Congratulations, you, you talked about things that you were going to do anyway in the future, but you, you were using it as, uh, just as bait for more votes. So that, that's what you get. Alright, so we have good parts of the Democrat Party where they talk about stuff, but the bad part is they never actually uh, fix anything. They're here just to get elected. So the Democrats, that, that's where they changed, and the Republican Party also, they changed as well. And they become, they also have become somewhat a party of corporate power. That's why I'm not a capitalist. First of all, capitalism is a Marxist term, and I don't let my enemies define me, thank you very much. So all you guys, such as Ben Shapiro, oh, I'm a capitalist, I'm like, you dummy. I mean, I love Ben Shapiro, of course. We And, and, when, he's, and when he's right, when he's right, we love him, right? But when he's wrong, we need to be able to call him out on that, but that's where... It's kind of a dummy move to say, yeah, I'm a capitalist. Oh, congratulations, you let your enemy define you. That's what they want you to call yourself. That's literally what they want you. I call myself a free market person. It's very similar to capitalism, but it, there is government uh, there is government involvement in a free market as protectionist, mercantilist, and protecting your own economy and your currency. There is, and a lot of libertarians and uh, capitalists, they hate that. I'm like... Well, guess what? Your version of the world, we already saw your version. We are living that version. We lived, we lived in the best of times. We lived throughout that in the 2000s. And now we're at the worst of times because it always gets, every system gets corrupted in some way or another. So this is your version, the corrupt version of it. This is your way of living, the most corrupt version of that. So congratulations. But... What I want is a free market, and I already discussed the free market. Again, you could always go back to my previous episodes. I can't always talk about everything in every episode, because I want to keep it to one thing, and I do um, derail and um, get off track, you know, to different um, subjects, because I want to get into those things as well. But go back, please, to episodes, and if you feel like I didn't explain myself very very well, just find the episode on that subject and just listen to that, and then you'll understand exactly where I, where I was going and where um, I'm coming from. Alright, so, back to the main subject. Here we are with a Democrat party that says there was a party switch. So, if there really was a party switch, here is the, here's the amazing things. Then please explain to me, why is it a party switch and the Southern strategy from Richard Nixon, oh, the evil guy, even though he's one of the great civil rights leaders? Oh, you don't know about that, of course. Of course you don't know about Richard Nixon being a civil rights leader because he voted for every civil rights act. That there was, um, except when he wasn't in Congress, of course, because then he couldn't vote on it. Yeah, I mean, that's just common sense, right? You can't vote on something if you're not in Congress, you know what I mean? But he voted for all the uh, Civil Rights Acts and supported it. His running mate um, from, what's his name again? From Maryland, the governor. Uh, can't remember his name. He was a civil rights, um, Spiro Agnew, there, that's the guy. He was a, he was a civil rights leader, he... 
he uh, destroyed the Democrats and pushed through civil rights, giving black people uh, the right to uh, finally to integrate and to be part of the being part of the army. The what's it called again? The National Guard. Yeah, of course. And so on and so forth. He gave them. Not, uh, 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 sorry, it's wrong to say he gave them because it's something that they were owed. It's something that the, uh, every human being should be should have. So it's not fair, really saying, "Oh, he gave them," as if as if um, um, they were um, they weren't supposed to get it, and now they got it. No, that's something that they should have had from the first place. But uh, he finally enforced. How about that? He enforced the law that should have been for everybody. That everybody had civil rights. He finally enforced that law and getting people to. Um, getting their their civil rights. Democrats opposed all that. Yeah, but Spiro Agnew, some reason, he was a corrupt, he was crooked, he was terrible. That's how Democrats let you know about Spiro Agnew. And they hate him. They just hate this guy. But he, well, he desegregated a lot in Maryland. Democrat, Democrat state, but he desegregated. So, and that was uh, continuously, even Barry Goldwater, who Democrats say, well, Barry Goldwater voted against the Civil Rights Act of 1964, as he should have, because I don't think that there, there are some good aspects there, but there are also anti-free market aspects, which I disagree with, even though there are some racist things happening there, such as that if there is a, if you have a racist store owner who um, does not want to serve black people or Jews or anybody, any minority, then the government gets to force them to... Um, to sell, I say, no, The gov that's not the government's job. I'm sorry. Will there be racists? Yes, there will be racists. And that's the terrible world we live in, but I don't think the government has a right to your property. It's his property. It's literally his property, and now you have the government violating his civil right of his own property. So... I think that civil right trumps all the civil... Uh, uh, the civil right of the... Go uh, sorry, the right of the government to... Um, to serve everybody. Now, if when it comes to the governmental um, things, um, such as um, public fountains, all of that, of course everybody should have access to that, but when it's a private citizen's private property, then I have problems, because that violates the free market. Now, uh, what I want is, of course, everybody boycotting that piece of crap for being racist in the first place. Of course we should um, boycott them, and that doesn't... And wait, and that doesn't mean, oh, well, the problem is fixed. Now, well, that's probably gonna... Well, there's some places in the world where races, a lot of races combine... Uh, sorry, um, uh, mesh together in a community, and uh, then and they help each other out, and then you can't put them out of business because they always keep buying from each other. Well, that's just the world you live in, and you have to move out of those places. But... I don't, re I don't think the, go the government should have that kind of power because we have seen that power being abused over and over again in other places where, where people just assert racism when it's not actually happening. So that's why that's my problem with that. Back to the main subject, that, but that as a, that's a libertarian view of mine. That's a libertarian view of mine, I, and I have some libertarian views. It's not because of race. It's because of I'm afraid of where the government goes with this, as we have seen the abuses. They have been using the, those those kinds of laws to abuse them against citizens. Now back to Barry Goldwater. That's why he voted against it. But when he was governor, he desegregated the National Guard in Arizona. Oh, he voted against it. Doesn't matter. Yes, he voted against it. He had his own libertarian reasons why he did. By the way, he was such a libertarian, he supported abortion, by the way, Lib uh, libertarian Barry Goldwater. That, that, was, that was your conservative, by the way, in the 1960s against Lyndon Johnson, who, yes, he, he, he signed the Civil Rights Act 
Oh, you mean like he opposed every other civil rights act up until he was forced to sign it by Republicans? Oh, you mean that Johnson? And, I, and I'm calling him Johnson. Everybody understands why. But that Johnson? Of course. Yeah. That Johnson. So this guy, as he said on uh, on a plane, um, uh, Air Force One, where a one of the one of the aides over there said that when he when he signed it after or before he was going to sign it, he said that this bill will keep them N-words voting Democrat for the next 200 years. That's why he signed it. He wanted your votes. Oh, and now I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, come on. What do you mean he wanted to vote? Well, first of all, he opposed every other civil rights act. Suddenly he's forced to sign one. Now he's the good guy? Oh, wow. That's that's the Democrats for you. Just completely not looking at history. Just, oh, well, he wrote the civil... He uh, signed the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, which a majority of Republicans supported. So thank you for that. But you also have Malcolm X, a person at the time. Let's see what he has to say. So Democrats uh, here, here, and I want to preface this with this. Democrats say there was there was a party switch, and that's and the party switch. Democrats started uh, started supporting civil rights, and Republicans opposed it, and they used Civil Rights Act of 1964. Yeah, even though a majority of Republicans still supported that. It happened in 1964. The party switched in 1964. Yes, that makes total sense. The two party elites came together and they t started talking. Uh, this grand conspiracy that... The white liberals who have been posing as our friends have failed us. The white liberal is the worst enemy to America and the worst enemy to the black man. Unquote. That's one. That's a pretty interesting uh, quote. And he he was at the time. This is at the time when they say, well, they, the party switched and just started supporting. Well, here you have a black civil rights leader. And we'll get to who's better, Malcolm X or Martin Luther King Jr. We'll get to that. So here we have him talking about the Democrats. Oh, they finally supported. No, it's not actually that. Here's another one. Quote, white liberals are those who have perfected the art of selling themselves to the black man as our friend. Hmm, that's a pretty interesting quote. So here is somebody understanding this is what's happening. It's not that they suddenly are our friends. They're selling themselves as our friends to get our sympathy, our allegiance, and our minds. Wow. Well, what do you have to say about that? The white liberal attempts to use us politi politically against white conservatives so that anything the black man does is never good for his own, is never for his own good. Never for his advancement, never for his own progress. He's only a pawn in the hands of the white liberal. Well, isn't that exactly what's happening even nowadays? When they pit uh, white people against black people, black, pe black people against white people? Isn't that exactly what's happening? They're using us. It's the elites using us. He's here. Here you have somebody. And by the way, of course, he was uh, he was racist in more of the early parts of his life. Uh, you know what? As a major, uh, maybe even majority. I don't know. Of his adult life, he was he was racist and he was extreme. Of course, we understand this, but at the end of his life, he changed his rhetoric. He changed himself, and he really started real um, working, trying to work away with white people because at first he didn't really want to work with them because he took this more extreme version of independence from white people, and which, by the way, in the state 1962, I guess this was in the state that they were under Jim Crow. I get where he's coming from. You want to be 
Martin Luther King Jr., he wants you to be um, equal, everybody to be equal. What he wanted, I don't care for your equality. I just want to be independent. I just don't want to have to deal with you. So I don't care where you, where you think I am. So I kind of, I like that more, personally. I like that more. When you, ha when you have somebody who hates me, I don't want to be equal to that person. I want to be independent from that person. So no matter what that person does, it doesn't affect me and I don't care. That's what, it, that's what he was going for. Even in his most extreme version of himself. Which I do not condone his most extreme version. I'm just saying that this is the right way to go about this. When you have people who hate you and want to destroy you, that's how you go about this. You don't look for equality. You don't try to compromise with them. You just say, screw you. I'm doing my own thing. Haha, <laughs> you can't stop me. That's what I like. That's what I, That's why I like this guy much more better than, than Martin Luther King Jr. This guy has it right. Now, he's using um, white people. Why? Because And this is outdated language because nowadays... I mean, actually, Democrats still use um, use that language, kinda. But this is outdated language because now we have now we um, integrated society where we both live together, and that's a good thing, of course, right? Yeah, we understand this, but this language should be used against government. Now, exchange the word white person, white people, and all that. Exchange that with government. I want to be independent from the government. Yes, that's very good. That's what I want. I want to see more of this. Now, this guy, he gets it. He understands it, even in the most extreme version of himself. Which I do again. I do not condone. I but I do like what he has to say, uh, especially um, in his later years before he was killed. I want to talk about civil rights leaders who were killed? Where's Malcolm X statues? Where are the Malcolm X um, street um, streets na named after him? This guy really gets it. He understands. No, but Democrats hate this guy. They love him when he was an extremist. They hate him now because he changed himself. Oh, either they will tell you that he changed, or they will, or they. Uh, or they hate him and say, well, we don't really want to talk about him because he was talking about independence. And that's a very, very dangerous thing to the Democrats. They don't want you to be independent. They want you to be subservient to them. That's what they want you. Okay, quote, I only cite these things to show you that the... Th that in America, the history of white liberals has been nothing but a series of trickery designed to make us think that the white liberal was going to solve our problems. Our problems will never be solved by the white liberal. The only way that our problems will be solved is when the black man wakes up, claims, cleans himself up. Wow, you cannot, you cannot get away with that nowadays. You cannot say that nowadays, but cleans himself up, stands on his own two feet, stops begging the white liberal to... to and takes immediate steps to do for ourselves the things that we have been waiting on the white liberal to do for us. Unquote. 100, I 100% agree with this. Yes, this is so. This is 100% true. Yes, this guy gets it. He understands exactly what needs to be done. Independence. We need more independence um, in certain places and more dependence on other places. I want... For instance, independence from government, man and woman, uh, a man and his wife should be independent from the government, but should be dependent on each other and create families that are dependent on each other. I want families and communities to be dependent on each other. Why do I want them to be dependent and not independent of each other? Because that's how society is built. That's how a tight-knit community is made when we are dependent on each other as human beings, not dependent on government as this alien of of sorts. We don't want that. We want to be... So when we talk about dependence and independence, a lot of conservatives get it mixed up. Uh, well, I want to be independent. No, that's not the right way to go about this because you, you do need some 
you need some semblance of community and that's what community is here for you need a actual and a physical community i'm not talking about online crap and 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 organizations um the black lives matter community and uh and the lgbtq community uh, qia2157278911 community i i don't even get that that's not a community a community is it should be more based on what is traditionally known, where a difficult geographical area where people have to get have gathered, they all have, have a very similar um, set of values and all that. That's what a com real community is, and we should be dependent, N not completely like like um, helpless zombies, but we should have some sort of independence from the community, but also dependence on them. That knowing when we need help, we have a place to go. We have a place to go to. That's what I'm talking about in, uh, when I'm talking about dependence. We need to be able to depend on our community to be there for us when we need the help. So we want dependence and we want, also want to be independent from government. And this is exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about two things. He's not only talking about we are going to be independent. He's also talking about we are going to depend on ourselves as black people. We are going to depend ourselves because the white man is not going to help us. And... This is outdated, of course, this is outdated language because now we have an integrated society. But you just need to translate that from white man to the to the... Actually, that is the Democrat, the Democrat elites. That's what they are. I mean, and by the way, disproportionately, that's what the Democrat elites are. They are disproportionately white men. That's what they are. <laughs> you can't go anywhere about this. So this kind of makes st still sense nowadays. I mean, not kind of, this really makes a lot of sense even nowadays, even with its outdated language. Let's continue. Quote, The media is the most powerful entity on Earth. They have the power to make the innocent look guilty and, the, and make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the mind of the masses. Unquote. Well, I don't see no lies detected there. Let's see here. The Democrats are playing... Quote, The Democrats are playing for you for, politi for a political chump. And if you vote for them, not only are you a chump, you are a traitor to your race. Unquote. Wow. That... You can't get away with that nowadays. Although Democrats actually, except if you're a Democrat, you can say that uh, for the Republicans. When you are a Democrat, you can say, you ain't black. You can still say that as a Democrat, as Joe Biden did. You can say, you can still say that. But you can't say that as a Republican. You cannot say that. Which you shouldn't be, on both sides, you shouldn't be able to say you're a race traitor. What are you talking about? The only kind of traitor you, sh you could be, in my mind, is to... America, an American trader, a trader who sells out his own country. And that's basically a lot of people on the left. That's exactly what they are. The Democrats are playing you for for a political chump. And if you vote for them, not only are you a chump, you are a race. You are a traitor to your race. Wow. You, you, only Democrats could get away with saying something like this. Only Democrats. All right. So we also have a lot more. Actually, there are more quotes. So here we have more. Um, from Malcolm X. Quote, the white liberal differs from the white conservative in one way. The liberal is more deceitful and hypocritical than the conservatives. Both want power, but the white liberal has perfected the art of posing as a Negro's friend and benefactor. Unquote. And that's, it's still true today, to this day. They, the Democrats, they talk about, and they, they create the elites. They create these false organizations that are here. We're here to help black people, such as Black Lives Matter. Um, where did all the money go? Oh, it went to the elites! So the so people donated money, and where did the money go? Oh, it went back into the pockets of the elites. That's where it went. 
congratulations if you are listening to this and you didn't know this now you know that's where the money went just look it up look up where the look up the leaders of the black lives matter organization and look where the money is going just look them up and you'll find exactly that they are taking the money for themselves Here's another quote. The American Negro is nothing but a political football and the white liberals control this ball through tricks and tokenism and false promises of integration and civil rights. Unquote. So, you get the picture here. This is a guy at the time, we're talking about there was a party switch. This is a guy at the time talking about this, saying that, don't be fooled. They're not talking about civil rights because they, vo they want your vote. That's all they want. It's not about helping you, it's about getting your vote. And he's 100% correct. There was no party switch, it never happened. Show me the evidence. You can't show me real evidence. Democrats, they, that's why they hate this guy. And going back to the party switch, they love talking about the, there was the Southern strategy. And there, the Southern strategy was a thing, I'll give you that this much. But it was created by rogue Republicans in the Nixon campaign, which Nixon had nothing to do about. And they admitted as much and said that there, there was a Southern strategy. But it was such a little, small... Um, Republicans spying on Democrats is terrible. And Richard Nixon tried to cover it up. That's the big deal. So imagine, if covering up on Republicans spying on Democrats, which was the norm at the time, as we know that Johnson, uh, Kennedy, uh, FDR, Wilson, all the Democrat presidents previously spied on their political opponents. This is not disputed. This is 100% true. Democrats bugged their political ca uh, campaigns, their planes, such as with Barry Goldwater. They spied, they used the IRS, they used every other political tool they had to go against their political opponents. That's what the Democrats did. Don't go talking about Richard Nixon. Oh, it's so, it's so amazing. Richard Nixon did something. Actually, he didn't even, he didn't even ask that to happen. He didn't even know it happened. He only found out that days later, or a day later when it was reported in the uh, on the newspaper, that's how he found out. He didn't even order it, but that, that is terrible. That Republicans spied on their political opponents and tried to cover it up, even though Democrats did it all the time. That is terrible. But just imagine how corrupt it is to let the another country spy on you. Let another country spy on you, which had concentration camps. Soviets had concentration camps called gulags. What would you call that? If you call this, Watergate is so terrible. What would you call the guys who are covering up for Soviet spies spying on America? What do you call that? I don't want to hear about these guys talking about, oh, how terrible Richard Nixon was. Richard Nixon was a civil rights hero. What are you talking about? You want to talk about Richard Nixon? How, oh, how corrupt he was. He was great. I mean, he was a little li too liberal for me. But he was great for, um, I mean... Um, what we got out of him on certain issues, yes, he was pretty good. On other issues, it was terrible. Too liberal for my taste. But, what are you even talking about? You're talking about Richard Nixon being crooked? What do you guys did? What did you guys do? You guys literally covered up for a Soviet spy. A Soviet spy? For hundreds of Soviet spies, over and over again. If you want more on this, just read Ann Coulter's book, Treason. Just read that, your mind is gonna explode on how, how many wars could have been won, how much headache could have been averted if, I mean, how much headache could have been stopped if 
we didn't have the Democrat Party there to sabotage the American, uh, the American agenda. China wouldn't be a communist country by now. Wouldn't be a communist country. North Korea wouldn't exist. Vietnam would be liberated. There are so many things that would have been... Cuba would have been liberated. And I'm not talking this from a neocon point of view. I'm just saying what would have happened without the Democrats. I'm, it's not that I'm... Oh yeah, we should have invaded those countries. That's a different story. We could. I'm not, I'm not a neocon. I don't want that. But... If we're gonna invade those countries, we could at least win. And we don't need a party trying to undermine every step we take. If we're going to be neocon about this, at least let's win. But this is winning isn't the option. Isn't an option. It isn't the thing that they want. They want conflict. That's a Democrat party for you. That's what they've been always doing. They are the party of the elites and always have been. They never have been for you, the working man. Never in their life have they been for you. Except, uh, I'll give you this much, under Jackson, they're... Their, um, the guy who was their, their first president? Was, De was Jackson their first, the first Democrat president? I don't remember. I think he was. But he, he was there at the start. He and uh, Martin Van Buren, they started the Democrat Party. So, except this guy. This guy, he actually was here. Now, he was one of our greatest presidents. Minus the racism, which, which is, was totally disgusting, by the way. Of course. But he was one of our greatest presidents we had. If you, if you minus the race, the racism, you would have an S-tier president right there. He was great. He was great on mo most of the issues. I mean, if you, I take a, da a Jackson president uh, over the Democrat Party any day of the week now. Minus the racism. We have to say that. We have to. Otherwise, they will accuse you of everything. You can't, you can't even have a normal conversation without, without, without it. Because... We, we're not when you try to say one thing it's people will assume the worst of you oh you meant this worst worst thing that he did no i meant the best things he did i'm not talking about that obviously but whatever that's what that's why where we live in nowadays all right so the party switch back to that that's the democrat party they they say there was a party switch because it's inconvenient for them that they did not support civil rights when they had the chance. And then now they have everything else as a civil rights movement. Everything the Democrats do is civil rights and everything. They, um, every march they do. Now they see themselves because they are uh, LARPing. They are LARPing the civil rights movement over and over again because they weren't there to support it in time. And now they have to be like the ones. We were the ones always supporting it. <sighs> and that's what they love. Um, uh, MLK, because this guy was a rebel rouser. This guy was um, there, and by the way, he wasn't that popular. Uh, um, he was on his way out. He was shot before he was completely booted out of his own, of the movement. What happened is that because he was um, he was shot, he was turned into the myth, the legend, an amazing. Yes, and he said some good stuff. I like, you know, that everybody's equal. Duh! It's like we need that pointed out. Apparently, back at the time, because people, because Democrats wouldn't get the hint. So we had to point that out, but yet some things that he did, that he said, yes, it's good. But he was again, he was he was compromised by the communists. He was uh, he was pushed by the communists, and the communists wanted him. He had, was infiltrated his movement. He was a socialist. So yeah, there you have that. I'm not that much of a fan of him, although the things that I said I like. But that you have so many other things that were. Um, um, the recordings, we all know about the recordings that the Democrats again, the, the Democrats spying again, but that's not, that's no, that's not corruption. That's not, that's not a tricky dick. That's, that's just the Kennedys doing what they have to do to, to 
stay in power, which I hate, by the way, I hate the Kennedy family, this new Kennedy that's running right now, I like him actually, in a way, I kind of like him, he is still a radical, and he does, he does uh, raise the bar of conversation a bit, so I like that, and I hope he does win the nomination, um, because even more than I want, there is a possibility, possibility that he wins against Trump but to me it's more about even though he has a possibility of winning against Trump to me it's more about the national conversation changing from Democrat Republican against uh, us against the elites so these are two outsiders and it would be great to see that it'll be great to see two outsiders fight each other again uh, not fight each other like um, um, destructively constructively fighting each other and figuring out exactly what is the best moves forward to go against the elites in the parties in both parties so I like that so the national conversation needs to be switched up and I want him of course I support him but I won't I probably uh, most not even probably most likely probably all that will not vote for him maybe if things change dramatically there might be an opening there I I'm not ruling anything out but most likely not let me something dramatic is gonna have to happen in order for me to vote Democrat that is a move I'm never willing to take unless something extraordinary happens but for now, I'll have to stick with Trump. But I hate the Kennedy family because they, they were turned into Camelot and all that. What are you talking about? These guys were spying on a, the, the, uh, adult, uh, and a serial adult, adulterer, drug addict, spy um, family. Come on, don't, don't give me a Camelot, any of that. They did not support the civil rights movement. They were a little bit supportive of that. Something that Republicans were supporting all this time. Suddenly, Democrats supported. Oh, it's Camelot. Come on. You want to talk about that? Seriously? Oh, suddenly, Democrats support. Oh, wow. It's so amazing. It was so progressive. It's so amazing. What happened to the Republicans? What happened to the guys who've been fighting this fight all this time? Why do you... Why do Democrats... Only Democrats get credit for supporting civil rights. Can you please explain this to me? No Camelot ever existed. No, this never happened. This is a complete live-action role-playing from the Democrats. Oh, it was so amazing. The Kennedys, they were a disaster of a presidency that happened to the United States. Richard Nixon... And by the way, they stole that election from Richard Nixon, which he should have won, of course. <sighs> Whatever. So... Back to Martin Luther King Jr. So, I'm not the greatest fan of his. I like a lot of things that he said, but I'm not the greatest. If there are, he was a rabble rouser, he was on his way out, he was created into a, he was turned into a myth, a legend, because he was shot. You know who was my, who's more of a civil rights hero to me? Malcolm X. That's one. You love that. We love that guy. Um, his later years and a lot of the things he said because he understood the reality of things and he was talking about independence, something that we love much more than equality. Because as much as we love equality, if we have independence, we don't, uh, we don't really have to rely on equality that much. Because once we get independence, no matter how much inequality you have. You're independent. It literally doesn't affect you. That's what the word independent means. Whatever the outside forces there are, it doesn't affect you. That's the and that's something that we really want. That's why I value more independence than equality. I value both. I love both. What I love more is independence. If I choose one or the other, it's gonna be independence. But Another guy who, uh, who is uh, really a civil rights leader was Thurgood Marshall. Meanwhile, th um, what's his name again? Martin Luther King Jr. was running around and rabble-rousing everybody into protests. 
That's why, and by the way, the Democrats, they keep on, that's why, that's the one thing they keep, kept from him. The rebel rousing and the protests and all that. That's what they kept from Martin Luther King Jr. Not the good stuff, only the, only the, only the stuff that pushed their agenda. Some good, again, I'm not saying you shouldn't protest on literally nothing. I'm just saying, that's what they, the only thing that they kept from him was the stuff that, that is only convenient to the Democrat Party. But, I like civil rights leaders such as Thurgood Marshall, first black Supreme Court Justice. Ooh, now that's a new, that's a bar cleared, having the first black Supreme Court Justice. That's cool. Don't you think that's cool? Why aren't we, why aren't we talking about this guy? Oh, because he was not, um, he was not that useful to the Democrats. That's exactly why we're not talking about this guy that much. This guy, meanwhile, the Democrats were fighting against civil rights. This guy was, was, Arguing cases in front of the Supreme Court, winning one case after the other as a lawyer, securing civil rights for black people. Meanwhile, this guy was protesting and doing nothing with his, um, um, successful with his life. You have a guy in the courtroom actually securing laws for black people. Can you believe it? And we're not talking about this guy. Why aren't we talking about them? Because it's not about civil rights. It's never been about that. It's been about pushing a Democrat agenda and a myth and a legend and live action role playing. That's what it's always been about. They've been lying to you. Come on. So personally, when you ask me, who do you like? I have my civil rights leaders. Um, and not a, and I love the, those guys who are preaching independence and actually winning cases in the court of law. Not the ones protesting and not doing anything with their life. Protesting has the, has its place and I support protesting. But when you don't back it up with real action, all you have is a bunch of angry people tr um, blocking traffic. That's what you get. And that's, and that's your party switch. That's basically your party switch. Live action role playing. That's your party switch. They fake it all the time. And of course, there is there is more to talk about this. How Democrats voted, how Republicans voted, how many Republicans supported. All of the time, you'll see the majority of Republicans supporting civil rights. The majority of them, uh, not all, but th uh, throughout history, uh, a lot of the times, most of the times, a majority of Democrats supporting, um, um, going against civil rights. And you can see, uh, you can see also the voting trends. You can see the older Democrats dying out and newer, younger Republicans who have been integrated into the schools now voting Republican. That's how the South became more Republican because even though they were, they, because these guys were very patriotic. That, that's the one thing they got from their fathers and the one thing those Democrats, those racist Democrats, they were pretty patriotic or nationalistic. That's what you'll get. So their children, they still took the good stuff, like being patriotic and nationalistic. And they they took that, but they also saw, wait a minute, Grandpa is lying about this. My, um, I mean, they're saying all these racist stuff, but it just, but... I live in a, I go to an integrated school and it, that's not exactly what's going on here. So they started voting Republican because they, because the Republican Party made more sense to them because Republican Party always supported civil rights. Although it still is, again, the, I'm not here to defend the Republican Party. Oh, the Republican Party is so grand old the party. It's amazing. It's so great. No, the Republican Party is a corporation just like any other here to make money and profit off of your suffering as much as the Democrat Party. I'm just saying this as back then, what um, majority of the party supported. So that's what you get when you support um, such behavior, such a party as the Republican Party. Still a corporation, of course. We understand this. And 
we're not done. This isn't, and by the way, this isn't my full case on why the ne the party switch never happened. I already told you this. There is much more. There are now the statistics and the actual hard numbers that you cannot avoid. You just can't avoid this. Democrats love talking about. Well, um, the third, um, what's his name? Oh, I forgot his name. The guy who switched from Republican to, uh, from Democrat to Republican. Um, damn it, I can't remember his name. Whatever. He switched, he switched parties, and this is the one guy they always point to that, ah, oh, you see, see there was a party switch. The entire party switch consists of one Democrat switching parties. Meanwhile, you still have Robert Byrd, who was up until 2010 still in the Democrat Senate. And this guy was the Grand Klegel of the KKK. Democrats still had him as their senator. Come on, seriously, are you, do you really want to talk about the, the party switch? Seriously? You guys still had the Grand Klegel of the KKK up until 2010 in the Senate? You want to talk to me about a party switch? What are you talking about? You had segregationist senators up until the 2000s. Why are you even talking to me about a party switch? That never happened. These guys would have been Republicans if the party switch happened. Why they're still? Why were they still Democrats? Oh, there, there is a reason. They, they're just gonna ignore that. They never address that. They don't address that. Because, well, he became the. Well, he changed. What do you mean he? What are you talking about? He changed. It, it, so it makes more sense that these guys changed, and the party switch happened. Then, then there was no party switch, and these people didn't change. They just stopped be stopped being overtly racist and kept kept to themselves. They're gonna use. They're gonna create these mind-bending tricks just to get you to believe stupid, stupid ideas. <sighs> but such is the world, and this is where we're gonna have to end this episode. I thank you very much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please, I really need your help. Share this episode. This is one of the most important things you can do. Share this epi episode wherever you can. Um, please follow on Spotify or wherever you are. Please follow. You can leave a comment, by the way. If you are on Spotify, you can leave a comment. Leave five stars wherever you are. And again, share. If you want to reach out to me, you could email me at politodoxy at gmail.com. Politodoxy at gmail.com. And thank you very much for listening. And remember, my fellow radicals, stay political. Thank you.